From beautiful downtown River West, this is River West Radio on WXRW LP Milwaukee, broadcasting on 104.1 FM to the River West neighborhood. And uh, we're back. It's the Pixel Report. Woo! It's the uh, it's the fifth episode. Here we are. <laughs> Here it is. The big 05. We did it. Five whole episodes. Uh, yes, yeah, Pixel Report. Uh, this is a show where we play an old video game each week and then talk about it. Uh, talk about what's good about it, what's bad about it, why maybe it's worth playing, or maybe you should never touch it. Uh, and I'm your host, John Shoneman. Hi, else, John. Hey, who else we got here today? Aiden Keys. <laughs> Hello. And uh, Alec Griefy. Oh. Yeah, I'm glad you both said uh, the name of the other person instead of... <laughs> That's how you do it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. Why not? Uh, how are you guys doing today? I'm a little tired. Kind of right. You know what? Right I'm, a little, I'm a little tired too. It's just one of those days. Yeah, we should have just slept. We should have gone home. <laughs> yeah, we uh, should have. We should have canceled this a long time ago. <laughs> Definitely. I just drove. I just drove up from uh, Illinois. Uh, back from Illinois, I was down there visiting. I was there less than 24 hours, and I probably racked up like thirty dollars in unpaid tolls. Ooh. So. You pay their taxes. Yeah. So I got to go online and pay those, and their website is terrible. Uh. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, we're here to talk about some some old video games. Uh, one game in particular. Uh, Aiden picked this week's game, right, Aiden? I did. And I picked uh, the game Dark Cloud for the PS2. Oh, yeah. It came out in 2001 in North America. It was really released in 2000 in Japan. It was developed by a company called Level 5. That's a, that's a big name right there. That's a real big Japanese development studio yeah they've gone on to make uh nino kuni which is probably the most recent uh yeah like big game they've done i like nino kuni but they made some other like jrpgs back in the day like white knight chronicles and Mm -hmm. uh what's the other one like space pirate oh uh uh um i know i know what it is rogue galaxy rogue galaxy yeah space pirate (laughs) (laughs) and they also made professor layton which they're like 40 of those for the Nintendo DS. So cool. I kind of want to check those out. Somebody but, must like them if there's 40 of them. Yeah. And this was, Dark Cloud was actually their first game, and it was uh, published by Sony Okay, for the PS2. So Didn't Level 5 also do Dragon something? They put out Tales? they put out one Dragon of the Dragon Tales. Quest games. They oh, made one, one of them. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was like their series. Yeah. I think that they made like Dragon Quest 6 or something like that. Okay. Sure. I didn't write it down because I was like, well... It's in a sequence of, like, 12 games, so... Yeah, there's a lot of those, for sure. Uh, yeah, so Level 5, definitely known for their Japanese role-playing games. Oh, they also made Yokai Watch, which is, like, that Pokemon-like uh, game that struck it big in Japan that didn't catch on as hard as Pokemon okay. here, but... I've I've heard of it. I've never seen any of it. It's like Pokemon, but they're monsters, and they're stored in your watch instead of your pocket. Oh, okay. The Yokai. <laughs> That's a significant uh, difference. Mm-hmm. Um, Alec, you played any of those games? You played any level five games before? No. Okay. You didn't play Nino Kuni? I thought you. No, I didn't. Okay. I watched you. I'll probably get Did the new one that's coming out. Yeah, that new one looks cool. Did you know, yeah. there were like there was the Nintendo 3DS Nino Kuni, but there were also like three mobile games they put out in Japan for Nino, for Nino Kuni. Oh, I didn't know that. That's weird. Pretty weird. Mobile games. That's where the money is. Yeah, in Japan. I'll tell you where the money not is. Uh. I don't know. Dark, Dark Cloud, Cloud made a lot of money. <laughs> okay, that's good. 
I'm, at first it didn't, but eventually it did. It said so. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad that people like that game. Uh, yeah, Dark Cloud. I definitely heard of it before you picked it. Um, I watched you play some of it, but never really played any myself. I don't think Alec has either, right, Alec? I played it this week. Yeah, I well, picked it because I yes. wanted you guys to play it, and uh, it's it's pretty accessible now because it's out on the PS4 and like a HDified uh, trophy enriched experience. Mm, trophies. I don't know if I got any of the trophies. I wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, you probably did. I probably did. Um, uh, yeah, anything else about uh, Dark Cloud? Is the uh, main character, is that Princess Zelda? Is that Link, the main character in Dark Cloud? No, his name's Tone. Oh. <laughs> because he looks exactly like Link, albeit uh, a brunette, not a blonde. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of people yeah. compared the game to Zelda, but we can... He just do that later in like reviews and things like that. Wait, is the main character a male or female? He's a male. He's a male. Okay. Yeah, it looks pretty like your standard nondescript anime but protagonist. No. Okay. Because he has the cool poncho. He has a cool outfit. Yeah. I like the uh, the no wardrobe. Sp- yeah. Um. Okay. So that's that's the gist just of the, it. The basics of level five and okay. dark cloud. Um. What's the uh, what's the story in this game? Evil this... genie comes, destroys the world because he's hungry. <laughs> That's so true. And then the fairy king comes and says, you must restore the world. It's kind of like a lot of games. <laughs> um, no, well, kind of. It's it's also um, it seemed like kind of a post-apocalypse thing. It is. Like, right? Somewhat dystopian, yeah. So in a lot of these Japanese role-playing games, you're trying to save the world before it's destroyed. In this one, the world has already been destroyed, and you're t- trying to restore it yeah and you see it before it gets destroyed too yeah they're like partying and stuff yeah so i it's, mean there are there are other games like that too like it is very light-hearted too though it's not like a yeah i mean because it's like well yeah you're you're under the impression that everybody dies but then it's like actually they're just trapped in these orbs in the dungeons yeah and you bring them back and they're pretty casual you about just it just bring them back they're like hey can you uh i need my weights yeah my... I'd, like, <laughs> I'd like to be placed by the water yeah <laughs> Can you put some more trees in this village? Uh, yeah. So, the yeah. Game, yeah, the game is like a action-adventure game with city-building elements. Yeah, that's kind of the... I didn't uh, really cover that. That's kind of, yeah, that's kind of the hook of it, right? Is that, or that's what separates it from other games of this genre is um, you are actually trying to rebuild the world. Like, you, you recover things in dungeons that were once part of the, the world or this village that you lived in. So you're like recovering people's houses and like actual people and you're like replacing them in this village and you like can like kind of customize it and move stuff around. Yeah, and you can like change things to make each person happy uh, yeah. based on what they say once you restore their house and stuff like that. Okay. I okay. I was just like putting things into the the little slots. On yeah, the, you you could do okay. that too. There's like the city building actually has like a 3 score rating to it so there's like completion um objective and something else like you there's the everyone has everything and then Mm -hmm. there's the thing where you have to talk to them about where they want their house to be and stuff like that and there's like you get rated on all of them okay so i guess i didn't really get i don't think i got deep enough into it to really um 
have a grasp of a lot of those concepts yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did think the like the city the city building aspect of it was pretty pretty interesting, um, and I guess that was like the main thing that I um, enjoyed about this game was just kind of the uh, like the loop of going into a dungeon and like clearing a floor in the dungeon and finding all this stuff like all the houses and the the trees and the fences and like all the little elements that you're going to put back into the village and then like going back into the village and placing all that stuff um it was like kind of a satisfying loop yeah and it's a, i think like it, it amplifies one of the strongest points of the game for me which is like the characters and the goofy dialogue and stuff yeah which again could be like bad translation or it could be self-aware stuff but uh, like you go to the dungeon and you get all this stuff and then, Hey, look, you get to go and talk to this goofy person. Like, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so that was like, I don't know that that's the thing that stood out to me the most. And I think the thing that makes this game unique, are there like any other things about this game that you guys are really into? Uh, How about you, Alec? What do you got? I guess I enjoyed after it took me a little while to get used to the, uh, loop as you were saying yeah but um once i kind of got a rhythm down i enjoyed the combat aspects a lot more than i initially did once i learned the ropes okay i don't know i don't know if i like the combat that much i did um, you did okay i like uh it was almost kind of like a roguelite where the every time you go to a dungeon the floor is different mm-hmm. and then like sometimes you'll find a strong weapon sometimes you won't find any mm-hmm. run out of repair powder have to leave or you step on one of those circles and it's like well now your weapon yeah. has less hit points mm-hmm. I, th- I think that another cool thing that i always appreciated about the game was just the weapon system okay um and kind of building up your weapons how you want them to be like there are different gems you can get that allow you to do more damage to certain types of enemies and yeah. stuff like that yeah that system definitely seemed pretty interesting and deep um, I, I played this game about as much as I play the other games we've played for this show, which is about two to three hours. And I don't feel like that was enough <laughs> time yeah, it's at a, all. It's a little um, weird this week because I've like played a good amount of this game because yeah. I played it when I was younger and then I've been playing it again recently. And uh, uh, so there's stuff that I knew from when I was a kid that like I wouldn't have necessarily learned if I played the game for like the usual chunk of time I would have played sure. uh, a game for the week. But I still kind of just wanted to do it yeah yeah for sure um so have you actually like finished this game no okay i I get to it that's that's my main problem with it is the the loop is cool but eventually like it just comes down to you're going through these dungeons that Mm -hmm. are randomly generated and yeah not that especially after the first dungeon where you kind of have like that different stuff going on like the Mm -hmm. duels yeah and stuff like that like um in like the fourth area you get to you kind of hit this bit where you're like well i'm going through this thing mm-hmm. and it's still the same game you yeah. know uh yeah i think um a problem i might have had with it is i think that first dungeon was just really really long and like i said i played somewhere around two hours of this game and i think i got through like i think i got to the fifth floor only um and i was like really taking my time like it seemed like you're really supposed to find everything on the floor yeah because you don't want to go back yeah um and uh, come to find out, there are, like, 15 floors in that first dungeon. Yeah. That's pretty insane. <laughs> it's apparently, like, one of the first PS2 games that was, like, this long. Like, okay. It's, like, an over 30-hour game. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. And I, I think that's, like, yeah, maybe, that, maybe that's just a weird thing about the PS2 era because I feel like that's around when 
these Japanese role playing games started getting really long. Yeah, this was this was pre Final Fantasy ten, I think, but it still was like yeah, probably. I think um, that came out in two thousand one. Oh yeah, I think Final Fantasy ten did. Mm-hmm. I'm not positive. Isn't Rogue Galaxy like two hundred hours or something crazy? Too? Long game. Probably. Yeah, Rogue Galaxy was actually like the last big JRPG on the PS2, I think. Um, so it would make sense if it was just like super long. Um, I'll I'll say that uh, in the intro cinematic, it was it was so long, and the dancing I I didn't want to watch that anymore. <laughs> so, like the witches. Yeah, it was like, oh, cool! They that's some cool animation. They're really dancing it up. But I, I didn't want to watch it anymore, so I skipped it. But it skipped the entire scene of, like, the world yeah. getting destroyed. So I had no <laughs> idea. Like, you you had missed, no like, the best song in the first area, then. The dance song of the village. Dang. They would have just been better dancers, <laughs> I guess. Because <laughs> yeah, it is just a loop when they're dancing. The animations were a little repetitive on yeah. that dancing. You can tell that it's, like, a... Uh, they put a ton of time into animating the main characters. And yeah. then everything else kind of got... Yeah, um, the wayside, and I, I saw some other people talking about that too when I looked up the mm-hmm. game. But uh, yeah, yeah, I have it on good authority that uh, Final Fantasy X came out in two thousand one. Okay, so, December eighteenth. Um, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pretty long game. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and the the dungeon system, it was like, yeah, it was really non traditional. Um, it actually reminded me of Persona a lot. Yeah, it's like it's like a lot of those Japanese dungeon crawling yeah. games. Or Shin Megami Tensei, I guess I should mm-hmm. say, rather than Persona. Um, but yeah, it's like, because it's not really straightforward. Uh, you're not just like progressing through the dungeon linearly. There are like different floors, and there's like a system to where you can leave and kind of like come back to a certain floor. And I actually found it like kind of... Um, kind of frustrating because like i was kind of going through at first and not getting everything on the floors and then eventually i was like well i need to like go back and get all that stuff yeah and doing that was like really a hassle (laughs) yeah it kind of Um, is like a punishment if you're not prepared like you're talking about the weapon powder and there's like a survival element to this game in that you need to drink water Mm -hmm. which is pretty weird um yeah yeah. that was like the there's just so much so many things to manage in Mm -hmm. this game um, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. And I think, like, depending on what type of player you are, you might really like that. And I actually do like that in a lot of games. I like, um, like, deep systems and, like, things that you need to, like, meticulously manage and keep track of. Um, but in this game, I think especially just the, the weapon durability was, like, uh, below... Uh, what I would consider acceptable. Yeah, you could like, <laughs> like see it pipping down every time. You yeah, know. like every time you hit an enemy, um, it would just like be going down. And I think some enemies, you have like 50 durability on that first weapon when you start out, and some enemies would take like four or five durability away when you hit them. So it's like, I don't know, that was super frustrating. And there was no, there was like, how did you even get repair powder to repair your weapons? You like I know, I know shop, one way. I think. Okay. Because um, I know that guy like in the first hut, he'll like give you some. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you have to find the Atla, I think, that has the shop in it. Okay, and, uh, I don't know if I got the shop. I think you can buy the the stuff from the mayor before you get the shop open, like some basic supplies, but yeah. Okay. Um, the, the durability thing is definitely a like a monotonous thing about the game, along with some of the... I find the combat monotonous. I know Alec liked it, but I got I get to a point with it where I'm just like, okay, okay. 
and that's basically why I stopped playing. You know, like I yeah. really, at this point, I'm hoping to beat it when I'm playing it this time, but mm-hmm. I have to really be in the mood to go back to it and play a large chunk of it. You know? Yeah. So you think you're gonna keep going with it, or? Yeah, I, I've for the past few months I've been kind of checking back in with this game and. Okay. Um, never something where I'm like playing it for an entire week, but if I have like some time where I just want to kind of chill out. Yeah. It's kind of a chill game. It is pretty, it's a good, uh, I was like listening to podcasts while yeah. I was playing it and it's, it's really good for that. Um, but yeah, the, the systems were just like, I think, I don't know. I, I did enjoy it. Like I, it was like satisfying. Like the first thing I liked about it that I said was that the loop was satisfying, but I don't know. It just got kind of repetitive. Yeah. I thought. And, and that's actually what the problem a lot of people had with it. Um, okay. When I, when I was looking up review scores for it, um, the main thing people said it was still a well-reviewed game yeah it, like most people gave it like an eight of, out of ten or an equivalent yeah um but they kind of criticized yeah the monotonous dungeon yeah uh layouts and some of the combat and i, I don't think anyone specifically complained about like um there being too many systems to manage i think because then um there was less streamlining and stuff like that yeah and um also, I saw a lot of people complaining about the music and the sound in this game. Huh. That's interesting. Which is weird because I like I listened to the soundtrack of this game. <laughs> yeah, I thought uh, I thought the soundtrack was pretty good. It's I've a like, pretty goofy like MIDI. Yeah. Two thousand one soundtrack, but <laughs> I've definitely heard you listening to songs off of it. Yeah. That I liked, and they were like, uh, I don't know, some of it was pretty catchy. Yeah, there's some pretty like pleasant music in it, like that shows it. It shows its '90s like influence yeah. in the music, but it's still pretty nice. But yeah, a lot of people were like. Uh, the sound is really simple, and the music mm-hmm. is... You can only hear the same flute trill so many times. <laughs> I actually saw a lot that of, line. There's a lot of flute going on in this. That was in the, the GameSpot review, but um, okay. I, I just kind of ripped out the the bottom line of it. This guy, Shane Shatterfield, reviewed it. Shane Shatterfield. Um, and he gave it an 8.1, like okay. right there on the money with a lot of the people on like Metacritic and stuff like that. Yeah. And his bottom line was, despite its gameplay quirks and repetitive dungeons, this game will handsomely reward those who invest the time to learn the nuances of its weapon system. While it's not the Zelda for the PlayStation 2 everyone was hoping for, Dark Cloud puts its own significant stamp on the adventure RPG genre. Okay. And I, I saw a lot of that stuff, like uh, talking about how it paid homage to Zelda and other games. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Even the city building and elements were apparently similar to some other games. Okay. At the time. But that was, I, I read about it that the city building was what they first showed off of the game. Okay. Of Dark Cloud. I wonder, like, how people felt about that back then. Like, because that seems like a really unique thing for that time to, like, have a system like that. I mean, it, it must have been if they were, like, leading the game with it. They were, like, uh, yeah, uh, basically advertising that the game had it. Yeah. Mostly that. And you have, like, a pretty big area to work with too yeah for like building it's pretty city. impressive like, it, yeah it made me wonder like well i guess if the dungeons have 15 floors or whatever do you, do you get like a new village for every dungeon or there's yeah there's one do- dungeon in each village so okay um you kind of go through and that's where it gets kind of monotonous is you just start over again and you keep having to start over again you know yeah yeah i but, didn't yeah. i didn't think this game uh uh alec what do you think about the graphics in this game the genie was a pretty scary looking <laughs> guy. I thought the uh, animations moved so slow, especially yeah. in the opening cinematic. Like everybody's 
arm movements took maybe like two seconds, a little too long. Yeah. I thought that the graphics, even at the time and now, I think that the graphics on the main characters look great. Like how his poncho blows in the wind and stuff like that. I always yeah. was amazed by that at the time. Like, I've never seen a poncho move like that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm biased, obviously, because I saw it when I was like, like 13 or 14. So, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. Clothing physics were a big deal back in those days. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like the way, like I, like you said, I think the characters looked cool. I didn't really like anything else about how this yeah, game looked. I agree. Going back <laughs> to it now, like I think that the, the dungeons and stuff look pretty, they show their age pretty yeah, hard. There's definitely like nothing going on in those dungeons. Mm-hmm. It's just like brown. It's like walking through brown corridors. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, and you go to the great. next one and it's green corridors. <laughs> oh, and cool. The next one is like blue. Blue? Okay. Well, I like blue. Better than brown. Yeah. I think that's enough variation in, in dungeon. <laughs> that's all I you mean, really need that, to do. That's kind of like the hallmark of Japanese dungeon crawling games, though. It's like you're going to walk through this hallway and there's going to yeah. be a monster that comes out. Yeah. Like even, the first two Shin Megami Tenseis were like that. Yeah. I, I was just going to say, like, even Persona. Yeah. Like, Persona 4 is one of my favorite games. And the variety in the way the dungeons look in that game is really lacking. Uh, but other stuff in that game looks awesome. Like the city looks yeah, really cool and that's true. all that stuff. Um, I thought of the tr- like seamless transition between building mode into walking into the That was pretty crazy. Mode. That was pretty that cool. Actually, yeah, I, I'm definitely with you. Um, yeah, you can like drop your character anywhere yeah. you want in the, in the village. Yeah, and it, it, it's a... Uh, it's not only a cool feature, but it like prevents you from having to run across that whole field every time you want to go to the dungeon or like go back to the yeah. one of the houses because you can just like zoom out on that map and then pick where you want to go and then you zoom right back in. And yeah, it's just like super fast and snappy. You can also just go to the dungeon through the menu too. Yeah. Just oh, saying. I didn't know that. I also like that when you as you build the houses, you keep going back to them and you can keep finding little treasure chests with stuff in them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't. I didn't see that. You can like go around the house after you put like the second story in, and then there's like a new chest with a cheese with some cheese in it what do you do with the cheese eat it mm. does eat it restore it. hp restore yeah. hp it gradually points. over okay. time uh do you guys get po- <laughs> you guys uh not true like real cheese oh i thought it was <laughs> <laughs> you guys ever get poisoned in this game yeah boy that was a real trip yep it's kind of annoying it's pretty punishing that stuff and that's another element of the survival is you have to have like all these amulets if you don't want to get uh status oh, effects okay. to death like you have to have soap and and antidote and what's the soap for goo oh okay and you get gooed i didn't get gooed <laughs> it makes you walk like half the speed oh that sounds great that sounds <laughs> i found this feather that lets me walk twice yeah. the speed i never i never travel without one john you gotta, gotta have your feather do you have your feather no i didn't get one. you gotta get the feather john okay um yeah well why don't we uh why don't we score this game why don't we give some scores here maybe we'll have time for a question of the week this time yeah, the one that we had planned for last yeah, week. Yeah, it's a good question, so yeah. got to do that. Um, uh, Alec, why don't you... Oh, wait, do you have any other reviews you wanted to touch on there, or is it just uh, that GameSpot I only, one? I just pulled that one because a lot of them were, were really similar. It wasn't a polarizing yeah. game. It was kind of just like, yeah, this is good. It's kind of a middle-of-the-road kind of... Yeah, well, higher the middle-of-the-road. A little slightly above-average yeah. Japanese role-playing game. That was pretty much all I saw. Like, okay. I, I looked at a few sites, and they were all like, yeah, it's good. Sure, it's it's good. It gets a little boring. It's good. Yeah, sounds good. Graphics, all right. But what does Alec think about it? Co-host uh, of the Pixel Report. I, uh, more important than any other 
review source I you'll find. I have to agree with uh, GameSpot's Sean Shiverton. Or what's his name? <laughs> uh, Shiverstone. Shiverstone. Shatterstone. I have to agree with him. Shiver me Sean's timbers. The, okay. Uh, <laughs> that uh, once I got kind of the nuances of the uh, combat system and figuring out when to use uh, potions and stuff, it became a lot more enjoyable. And maybe yeah. I didn't play long enough for it to get repetitive, but uh, I can see myself actually coming back to this one. So I'd probably give it 7.1 out of 10. Yeah, You're th- focusing really hard there. This game <laughs> totally the math score. in my head. Yeah, okay. When I play this game, I think of it as like an Alec game. It feels very yeah. up Alex Alley. Seems like an Alec type of game, for sure. Some I'd systems you can invest yourself in, yeah. some Japanese stuff. And Alec, what's a game that's like this one? What, like, what would you compare this game to? For like a game that another game that you really liked, that's like this game. Uh, sort of Dehosh Ben. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's a game my cousins, my cousins and I used to play back in the day. Oh. It was pretty much exactly I this game. Without say Zelda. How do you spell that? Uh, Dehosh Ben. Okay. No, I got it. Okay. No, I, I googled it and absolutely nothing came up. It's a made-up okay. game. Maybe. All right, John, what did you think of the game? Uh, yeah, I don't think that's a real game, Alec. Um, well, I, I ran the numbers, and I'm going to go ahead and give this uh, like a 6.5, I think. Okay, a little um, less than Alec. Yeah, a little less than Alec. I, uh, yeah, even though I didn't play that much, I actually did feel like it was already starting to get a little repetitive. And um, my, my last experience with it was uh, getting poisoned and then losing all my hit points and dying in the dungeon. That was about an hour ago. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, I'm not going to play any more of this. Yeah. I got to go to the show and talk about it now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, I, I did like it at first, I think a little bit more. And then as I went on, like the loop was becoming a little less satisfying. And I was kind of just finding that some of the systems were frustrating me. Um, so I don't know. I, I'd give it a, like a, a three out of four. Like, okay. It's a, it's a pretty good game and I, I'm kind of, rejecting the air of nostalgia I have about this game to yeah. kind of give it that, like, looking at it with just the uh, the brass tacks of Did it. Did you play this when it came out, like, in 2000? Or? It was somewhere around there. Okay. Uh, Nick Dallasana, my friend, and I played it, yeah. and then uh, I got it also. And it was just kind of a game we both appreciated for what it was. And, you know. Okay. So, yeah, not as good as Divine Divinity. No. Except Alec gave it a higher score. No, I gave Divine Divinity 7.3. You did? Okay. I think so. I, don't know. I thought you gave it a 6.8. I don't remember. <laughs> hey, why did you give this a 7.1? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, it's really Can't important. I have to check the tape. I um, have to do retroactive. We're not going to have time All right, we spent too, we spent too much time on reviews. It's time for the Pixel Report question of the week. This week on the Pixel Report, we're going to have to do quick fire The question again. of the week is, what's your favorite mobile game? Alec. Down well. Uh, okay, so first of all, mobile ga- <laughs> mobile games are just games that you download and play on your phone. I should have specified that. Okay. Oh, down well. What's that? It's a game where you just fall down and get points by hitting things. I played it the most of any. I don't like phone games, but it's the one I played the most. Yeah. What about Desert Golf? You played a lot of that. That one's good. I'm not as good. Not as good as Down Well. Okay, Aiden. I like Down Well too. My favorite oh. though is Puzzle and Dragons. Which oh, is hey, like that's a, a good one. A match three, and it's it's a free to play game, and I played it. A really long time up until I saw the free to play where it's like you have to spend money to get good. Yeah, that's the thing about mobile games is yeah. that you at some point you have to start spending money a lot of the time. Uh, I like the game Bobby Carrot. I had it on my first flip <laughs> oh, phone. Bobby Carrot. Uh, Bobby Carrot was a game where you're a, 
uh, rabbit and you collect carrots. That game was hard. It was tough. It had a steep learning curve, but pretty fun. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's that's those the, are the show. Those are the best mobile games. <laughs> what, what's the game? As according to the Pixel Report. Yeah, what's yeah. Uh, Alec, you pick next week's game. What are we playing? Uh, a game I've always wanted to try out. It's called Another World or Out of This World. You may have heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of that game. I don't know what that is. It's like a cinematic platformer oh, action no. game. It's pretty weird. What? Uh, okay, what year did it come out? 1991. All right, so we're going back to early 90s yeah it's gonna be good. i think it'll be a good one you think it'll be a good one i do all right i hope it's better than the other early 90s games we played uh because i don't know some of those weren't <laughs> weren't very good uh all right so so yeah this has been uh the pixel report um we have an email address it's uh pixel report mail at gmail.com so if you want to play some uh if you the listener want to play what was the game Another world. Another world. If you want to play some of that and then, like, email in and tell us what you thought about it, uh, we'll, like, read your thoughts and then discuss whether they're right or wrong. Yeah. Usually they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, they're probably going to be wrong. Yeah. So, but you should write in anyway. Uh, yeah, so that's that's been the show. You can find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash thepixelreport. And you're listening to WXRW LP Milwaukee. To hear past episodes, go to riverwestradio.com and click the Pixel Report. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>